health, social media, criminal background checks, and unemployment can impact your disability insurance claim. Hey, I'm Nancy Cavey. Welcome to this week's episode of Winning Isn't Easy. I'm a national ERISA and individual disability attorney, and I see these issues come up all the time in disability uh, claims and during the course of a disability claim. And that's what we're going to talk about today. But before we get started, I have to give you a legal disclaimer. This podcast is not legal advice. The Florida Bar Association says, I have to say it, but nothing prevents me from giving you an easy to understand overview of the disability insurance world, the games that disability carriers play, and what you need to know to get the disability benefits you deserve. So off we go. Making the decision to reduce your hours and apply for residual disability benefits or to stop working altogether and apply for total disability benefits can be difficult. Now, you may think that once your doctors made the diagnosis of a medical condition that's going to prevent you from working or your employer tells you you're having trouble and you should apply for disability benefits, it's all going to be smooth sailing. You may even think that once you've um, submitted your insurance application to the disability carrier plan or even get benefits, that this is going to be a piece of cake. It isn't. When you apply for your disability insurance benefits, your initial application is going to be reviewed by the disability carrier, and they're going to be looking at it from three perspectives. The first is, what are the terms of your disability policy or plan? Two, are your medical records sufficiently complete to establish that you're disabled and disabled as that term is defined by your policy or plan? And what's your occupation in terms of your policy or plan? In other words, can you do the material and substantial duties of your occupation? Or is there something else that might be interfering with your ability to do those occupational duties? Now, in this multi-part series, I'm going to be concentrating on the occupational evaluation. I want you to know the factors that the disability carrier plan is likely to consider in deciding whether or not they're going to pay your benefits. So when you apply for your own occupation disability insurance benefits, you're going to be asked a number of questions. What were your specific occupational duties just prior to the onset of disability? What were each of the specific physical and or mental requirements associated with each duty? How long did you perform each of these duties in the course of an average day or a week? How does a disability carrier verify your occupational duties? What's the date of your onset of disability and how does that apply to your occupational description? And we talked about the status of your license. Today, we're going to talk about the database and social media searches, the criminal background check and continuing criminal checks, the question of whether or not you might even have a job to return to in the view of the status of your license. So let's take a break for a moment and we're going to come back and dive into these topics. Have you been robbed of your peace of mind from your disability insurance carrier? You owe it to yourself to get a copy of Robbed of Your Peace of Mind, which provides you with everything you need to know about the long-term disability claim process. Request your free copy of the book at kvlaw.com today. Welcome back to Winning Isn't Easy. Hey, we're going to be talking about database and social media searches. I will tell you that one of the first things a disability carrier do, is going to do when they're looking at your initial application and during the course of the claim is to do a database and social media search. They're going to be looking for a number of things. First, 
they're going to be looking at your um, CV if you're a professional for memberships in professional associations. And they're going to check the status of your membership and the involvement with the organization both before and after your disability claim. They're going to be looking at sites like LinkedIn, and they're going to look at civil litigation and criminal litigation sites for your involvement in lawsuits. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that you know, later in this podcast. But they're also going to do a broad social media search. They're going to be looking at gaming sites, Facebook, Twitter, support groups, professional sites, dating sites. Don't think they won't. Guaranteed, they will. Got it? All right. So let's talk about the issue of memberships in professional associations and the status of your membership. Why would they want to do that? They want to have an understanding of what you're advertising uh, in the community as to your occupational duties, because obviously they're questioning whether the occupational description that you provided is accurate and complete and whether it's consistent with what it is you're suggesting that you do on professional sites. So they're going to look at your participation in professional associations. They want to see what you do, um, whether you're active in that professional uh, organization, uh, and they're going to look to see what it is you've done both before your claim and after your claim. But they're also going to be looking at LinkedIn or any other professional um, site that deals with employment and your occupational duties. Again, what they're trying to do is to figure out what your occupation is at the time you became disabled and, of course, what you might be doing after you're claiming that you're disabled. Again, they're looking for inconsistencies between what you've put on your forms, what your employer might be telling you, and what you put on LinkedIn. You have to remember that this is all related to the definition of occupation in a disability insurance policy or plan. That definition might be a definition of your inability to do your own occupation uh, in the local economy, in the national economy, as performed by your employer, or as performed based on the Dictionary of Occupational Titles, an outdated labor Department of Labor publication. So the, they're going to be using these sites to really drill down to figure out what it is your occupation might be. Okay, let's take a break before we move on to our next topic. winning isn't easy. Let's talk about some of the uh, other searches that disability carriers are going to be doing. They're going to be doing a criminal background check and they're going to continue to do a criminal check. Why is that? Well, first off, they're looking for past criminal behavior like fraud or dishonesty type offenses from passing a bad check to fraud to embezzlement because they want to know whether or not, you know, you're kind of a nefarious person who's going to falsify um, a claim, such as a disability insurance claim. Now, they're also going to be looking for criminal behavior after your disability claim, such as a physical altercation that might be inconsistent with what you claim you can't do. And that can range from spousal assault, um, assault and even murder. I know that may sound strange, but I've actually had a case in which my client who uh, was paid disability benefits uh, because of a back uh, condition was actually uh, ultimately arrested as being a drug dealer. 
He was basically traveling between the United States and South America doing drug deals. And unfortunately, he was involved in an uh, altercation which resulted in the murder of three of his um, uh, colleagues in his drug running business. Ultimately, as you can imagine, he ended up in jail, probably is going to be there for many, many years. And that was the end of his disability claim. So something as simple as being involved in a motor vehicle accident in which you're injured, being involved in uh, criminal activity from spousal abuse to assault to even murder can impact, as you can imagine, your disability insurance claim. Why is that? Well, many times there are policy terms that um, will impact the disability carrier's uh, obligation or plan to pay um, disability insurance benefits. The first is a provision that says if your sickness or injury, uh, which is the basis of your claim, is the result of a commission of a crime, then no disability benefits are due. So let's say you're arrested during a protest and you were injured. No benefits are going to be um, due and owing. They may even say that uh, if you're um, that you are uh, involved in a, the commission of a crime that results in your incarceration, that you're not entitled to your benefits. So let's say that you're a pilot and you are disabled, but you're arrested for DWI and you're in jail for a couple of years. You may or may not be entitled to your benefits if you're policy has a criminal incarceration provision. And that actually happened again to another one of my uh, clients who was fortunately able to collect his benefits, but we had a hard time certifying his ongoing disability because the prison doctors, you know, obviously weren't doing a good job of examining him. And more, and more importantly, we didn't necessarily want um, them to know that he was in prison. Um, so we were able to improvise to, to do some video type examinations uh, and have his treating physician give us medical records and reports and fill out APS forms. But I tell you, that was a hard road to, to hoe. So you can see that these kinds of issues can adversely impact your disability insurance claim. So let's take a quick break. Are you a professional with questions about your individual disability policy? You need the Disability Insurance Claim Survival Guide for Professionals. This book gives you a comprehensive understanding of your disability policy with tips and to-dos regarding your disability application that will assist you in submitting a winning disability application. This is one you won't want to miss. For the next 24 hours, we are giving away free copies of the Disability Insurance Claim Survival Guide for Professionals. Order yours today at disabilityclaimsforprofessionals.com. Welcome back to Winning Isn't Easy. Well, what other searches is a disability insurance carrier or plan going to do? They are going, if you're a professional, to do a license check. Why are they going to do that? They want to make sure that you still have a license. And if you don't have a license, they sure as heck want to know why you don't have a license. Now, many disability policies or plans say that uh, just because you lose your license doesn't mean that you're entitled to your disability uh, benefits. But if you're having issues uh, with malpractice or even uh, criminal or civil issues, and ultimately you lose that license, 
they're going to try to argue that your disability claim is based on the loss of your license, not on any type of disabling medical condition. So we've got to be careful about that. If you're having any professional problems where your license is in, in question, in jeopardy, you need to be communicating with your disability insurance attorney. And of course, you do have one, right? Because that's going to have um, an impact. Now, it also can have an impact in another way. I unfortunately have a client who um, has become involved in some Medicare scams inadvertently uh, in, during a residual disability claim. And he can, potentially uh, can not only lose his license, but he potentially can end up uh, in jail. Uh, fortunately for him in his disability policy, there is no um, provision that says if you're, if you're in jail, you lose your benefits. Uh, but you can see that the disability carrier is going to be uh, doing this ongoing check of your criminal records, your um, your um, uh, status of your license. Now, they're also potentially, by the way, going to be doing a civil check. Why is that? There's this infamous case that I've spoken about before where the attorney in New York claims that he's disabled as a result of psychiatric conditions, says he can't work. But the disability carrier does a PACER search, and a PACER search is a set of uh, federal records uh, that are court records, and you can track somebody by their name. And they plugged in his name, and up came 12 uh, cases that he'd been involved in and had been actively involved in and had gotten paid. He lied ultimately on his forms to the disability carrier. The carrier said, you're not disabled, denied his benefits, and off they go to federal court. And the judge was not particularly pleased with this attorney and ruled in favor of the disability insurance uh, company. Now, this case, uh, for example, could end up in a fraud prosecution and could end up in him losing his law license. So there are all sorts of complications that can flow from this bad behavior. One of the other searches that disability carriers might do is to see if you're collecting unemployment compensation benefits. Why is that an issue? Well, it's an issue because um, when you apply for unemployment compensation benefits, you are claiming that you are disabled. Uh, I'm sorry, you're, that you're not disabled and that you're able to work. That's clearly inconsistent with uh, filing a disability insurance claim and saying that you're disabled and unable to work. And of course, how would they know that? Well, if they don't find it out uh, by doing a search, they can also find it out by um by the forms that they send you to fill out because you have these monthly forms that you fill out and it asks questions about your occupation. It, I'm sorry, whether you're working and if so, if you're working, where you're working, how much you're earning, but it also asks about other sources of income, social security, benefits that you might receiving as a result of a settlement, uh, ask questions about whether you're getting pension benefits and lo and behold, there's a question about unemployment compensation benefits. When you sign those forms, you are attesting that those forms are accurate and true. And if you're lying about it, that's going to come back and bite you in the butt and maybe bite you uh, when you end up in a, uh, a lawsuit with the state uh, insurance commissioner's division of fraud, or you're being challenged uh, in regard to your law license or your medical license or any other license. So your Life is an open book when you apply for your disability insurance benefits. They will do a media search. They will do a search of professional organizations. They will do a criminal search. They will do a civil search. And of course, they're going to do all those social media searches that I talked about. Expect it and govern yourself accordingly.
quite frankly, you should stop posting to any of your social media sites, stop posting to any professional organizations that you're a member of, and basically keep it down low and under the radar. Got it? I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode of Winning Isn't Easy. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider liking our page, leaving a review, or sharing it with your friends and family. Also, consider subscribing to this podcast. That way, you're going to be notified every time a new episode comes out. I hope you tune in to next week's episode of Winning Isn't Easy. Talk to you then. Thanks. Okay, so that's short, but that, that I'm I'm sorry, Josh. That was like way too long to cover. Well, um, I mean, I actually think it would have been a normal length episode, which is why I did it. But um, so you took the first two parts of section three, and the first part of section four made it into one. So I'll take the third part of section one and the last two parts of section four and make that into the next script. Yeah, yeah so do three, five, and six for me. Yeah. And uh, Josh, can you, in the, the document version of this that's shared, could you just make that as a little notation for me to read back later? Or I'll just watch this part of the video. Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just edit the script directly in the document so you can see okay. what what we shot and what we didn't shoot. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I'll just make the first complete script and then cross that out and then remake the second script so you can see what is in both. So when we do situational factors, do a, a line for me that says <clears throat> um, the um, professional search LinkedIn and then a line that says, <clears throat> um, uh, criminal issues and then licensure issues. Because I'll kind of redo those. Okay, professional professional so, search, LinkedIn, criminal issue. And licensure issues. And you want me to put that at the top of the episode where you read out that? No, when you get into section five, if you will put that in the top of section five, because I want to just reiterate those before I jump. Oh, in. oh okay. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I see. Okay, I see where you mean. Okay. 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 So, uh, so, so the next script we'll do. Do you have a job to return to, and then situational factors, and then. 
the electroshock yeah. as one script. Okay. That sounds good. Yep. So uh, I guess I'm going to be in California for three weeks. Um, so I was thinking perhaps um, while I'm out there, we can try to do a, a, um, a, a podcast and see how well it works. Okay. Okay. I, I was just talking to, to Josh uh, when we broke the first time saying that I'm always happy to help with your home studio. Okay. I'm not sure that I.